this is Liftoff 2023. So thank you guys all for joining and listening in today. Um, just so you guys know, I will uh, be fielding questions. Uh, <laughs> so if you guys have any questions, just pop them in the Q&A. Um, you know, I'll try my best to stay on top of those while we're uh, going through the different speakers. Um, so the first speaker today is Austin Hauser. He's with Base Coat Marketing. So a lot of you guys have heard the term SEO. A lot of you guys are running SEO. Maybe you guys are looking into doing some Google, doing some, uh, doing some marketing this year. Maybe you just want some general understanding of how this thing works. That's the goal today. That's what Austin's going to be bringing to you uh, is some value on SEO, understanding how Google works, and I'm sure a bunch of other things. At the end, we're going to do a, a short little Q&A. Um, and we will, uh, we're going to kick this thing off. So I'm going to pass the ball to Austin. I'm going to let him do his thing. And, uh, I appreciate it guys. Let's get started. Awesome. Tanner, thank you for the intro. All right, guys, let me go ahead and share my screen here and we'll get started. So first of all, I just wanted to, uh, mirror Tanner's, uh, gratitude for everybody hopping on this call this morning. I know you guys are all busy. Uh, so welcome to liftoff 2023, just to briefly introduce myself. My name is Austin Hauser. I'm the founder and chief brainiac over here at Basecoat Marketing. That is just a fancy term for CEO. Uh, we're a marketing agency exclusive to residential and commercial painting companies headquartered out here in Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm also the author of the Painter Marketing Playbook, which is just our free online digital library full of marketing, advertising, and lead generation strategies for painters. It's free. It's on our website. Go check it out. All right. So enough about me. This morning, I'm going to talk about Google, all right? So I'm going to be giving away all of our secrets, how we generate consistent, predictable repaint leads for our clients throughout the year without investing a single dollar into ads, all right? Now, there's obviously a time and a place for ads, and I'm going to touch on that, but today, I'd really like you to get into the mindset of sustainable long-term business growth, all right? And I'd like to make this as interactive as possible, so if you guys can... Please throw a one in the chat if you're ready to get started. There will be money involved later on, so be ready to use that chat feature. All right, let's go ahead and jump in. So a quick summary of what I'm going to be touching on this morning. Uh, I'd like to start with search engine optimization and why your website is your primary digital asset. I'm going to cover your Google business profile, ranking that in the map pack, and getting those reviews to stick. I know many of you struggle with that. We talk to painters all the time. Uh, if you haven't heard of chat GPT and AI content, it's going to change the world this year. I'd like to propose a few strategies that you guys can leverage. Uh, finally, we're going to touch on Google ads, Google local services ads, and getting your Google business profile, Google guaranteed. I think I said Google four times in that sentence. There's going to be actionable insights that are going to be able to generate you repaint leads throughout the year. So if you guys have any questions, please feel free to stick around at the end of this call. All right, so we're going to start with SEO. Search engine optimization. I'm sure everyone on this event has heard this term at some point before, but why is it important? So there's something called a search engine and Google makes up 84% of that market share. All right, so if your website is ranking well on Google search results, it unlocks an unlimited lead flow for your painting business because you are no longer paying per lead. So let that sink in. So what we are gonna do is shift your mindset. I'd like you to think of your website as a business asset. All right, it's no different than your company vehicle. All right, the cool part about your website in particular, when we're talking about SEO, is it has a compounding interest effect. So everything we earn in year one, all of those leads, we can expect the same results in year two, 
multiplied by everything we do in year two. And I'll talk more about why this is the case shortly. But if you're listening to this event and you do not have a website today, at the very least, go buy yourself a domain name. It's going to cost you a few dollars on GoDaddy. Google will put you in a sandbox. So we have this happen often where a new painting business comes to us. They have a new domain. They just purchased it last month. We cannot get that website on page one of Google for at least three to six months. So again, if you guys don't have the income or the revenue coming in to purchase and, and get a new website up and running, at least go buy yourself a domain name and get that clock started. The longer that domain is aging, the more likely we are to produce results quickly on Google. Nothing typically moves very fast on Google, but if we can start there, we can definitely help you out. Okay, so you've probably heard the term marketing funnel before. So picture a funnel with the term marketing in front of it. That's your marketing funnel, right? So our approach is a bit different from an SEO strategy. Uh, we call our funnel the four C's, all right? And at the top of that funnel, the widest part starts with every potential pre-qualified lead in your target market. And it ends with your sales pipeline. Okay, so what are the four C's? We're gonna create content that captures clicks and converts website traffic into contacts. So again, contact, clicks, convert, contacts. All right, at the very bottom of that funnel, enter drip jobs, which will help you convert those leads into paying customers, all right? So the great part about this funnel is once it's up and running, you just need to feed the machine with content. So think of that as your time, not ads. And that's going to generate you new leads while you sleep. So let's break this down. Let's start with the first C. We're going to spend some time on this point simply because it is the most important. All right. So we have this thing called a content pyramid, otherwise known as your website. And the goal of this website is to make the, um, the mouth of that marketing funnel as wide as possible. All right. So the wider we can cast that net, the more pre-qualified clicks that we can capture, the more leads we can convert into estimates, and the more estimates we can convert into paying jobs. All right, so you're starting to follow a trend here. So how do we do that? We're going to invest in content. All right, that's what we put on your website. So two fun facts about Google's algorithm as it pertains to content. One, Google ranks pages, not websites. All right, I'm going to repeat that. Google ranks pages, not websites. And two, Google only knows how to rank a page on your website based on the content that you put on that page. All right, so Google only knows how to rank a page based on the content you stick on there. Okay, great, so what does that mean? How do we do this? Let's get to the point, right? So going back to the website pyramid analogy, at the very top of this pyramid is your homepage. It is the most important page on your website. There's only one of them, all right? Under that, we have location and project pages. This content will outrank a service page 10 to one. So I'm sure most of you have a page dedicated to each service that you offer, cabinet painting, interior painting, exterior painting. If you do not have location pages, you are casting a small net, all right? We recommend at least three to five primary location pages and focusing on cities, not counties or townships. Now, there are some instances where you can focus on a county. We have a client out in Orange County, California, for instance. It's a very popular search term, so we can get away with that. But generally, you want to look at the largest cities in your area that you are willing to travel to for estimates and to do projects and write content around that. All right. So finally, at the bottom of this pyramid are your service pages and your blog posts. Now, these are supporting content. They're going to make up most of the content on your website, but they are not going to directly generate traffic that's going to convert into leads. All right. So we know how to structure your website. We know what kind of content we need to put on there. Now, what do we write about? 
we're going to start by identifying the terms you want to rank for. So I want all of you in this, Tanner, how, how many people are we up to right now in this, this 155 people? All right. So I want all 155 of you, minus those who are driving, to close your eyes. In a perfect world, you own a painting business and you have a website. And again, in a perfect world, what terms would you rank on page one for? So in your mind, you have that list. Is it, is it five terms? Is it 50 different terms? Is it 500 different terms? Right? So we have various lists and they're, they're extremely long, but they're ordered by two distinct factors. And this is the most important part about this is search volume and buyer intent. All right. So let's talk about search volume. Think of a billboard next to a road. You wouldn't want to place that billboard next to a road that nobody drives down, right? That's just absurd. Similarly, we wouldn't want to rank your website for terms that people don't search for. Okay. Buyer intent, we look at the, the intent behind a term. So let's look at the term house painter. There's a very big uh, difference between house painter and house painting. So house painter is a service related term. It's somebody who's actually looking for a house painter to repaint their house. House painting is a DIY term. And if you don't believe me, go search on Google, house painting. What's gonna show up are, are websites like HGTV, Home Depot, This Old House. They're websites that provide your prospects with tips on how to repaint their house. So we don't wanna rank for that term. We don't care about that term. All right, so generally speaking, the terms that are hardest to rank for have the most search volume and the highest buyer intent. This is the same reason why billboards on a busy freeway cost more than billboards on a backcountry road. All right, now every market is different. So based on your current rankings, level of competition, target market size, location, these are all things that dictate what content you should put on your website first. Okay, so how do we identify your target keyword list based on facts and numbers? Okay, so I want you all to make note of a website. It's trends.google.com. And Tanner, if you wouldn't mind throwing that in the chat for me, trends.google.com, just so everybody has access to that. This is a free tool to compare the relative search volume between different terms in different markets. Okay, so I'm gonna break that down a little bit. So what I'd like to do is um, illustrate the power of this tool. And I have a little game here. If you can guess it, and if you can guess this right, Tanner's gonna send you a $20 Amazon gift card. I'm just kidding. So I'm going to send you a $20 Amazon gift card. <laughs> so what I what I'd like to do, Tanner, is if you can just keep an eye. Let me uh, actually I can pull up the chat here. So if you guys can all be ready to throw your guess in this chat. One guess per person. I'm going to give you guys maybe like 10, 20 seconds to come up with an answer here. So you guys ready? Here's the question. What is the term with the highest search volume and the highest buyer intent within the professional painting space? So what is the search term with the highest search volume and highest buyer intent within the professional painting space? The term that, this is the term that you guys should all be targeting. See a lot of painter near me. That's not even the top three. Okay, let's give it another minute here. Tanner, you are in this meeting so many times. We'll have to, uh, We'll have to work on that. Okay, so I don't see a single person who has mentioned this yet. And Tanner, what I want you to do is if I, oh, here we go. All right, so Barry Nix, if you can uh, message me your email address, painting company is the highest search term with the highest buyer intent. Okay, so I have a screenshot here of Google Trends and some of the keywords that we like to target. So 
Painting company is by far the highest searched volume term with the highest buyer intent. Painting services is a close second, house painter third, painter near me is, is the fourth. And that even varies in some markets where it's not even top four or five. All right, now, if you notice, I also included the term residential painter in this, this screenshot here. And you guys can go online, go to trends.google.com, type in your own terms to compare. Again, these are all relative numbers. So it's not going to tell you exactly how many people in your state are searching for this, but what it will tell you is how many more people are searching for a particular term over another. Now, again, I included the term residential painter because I see a lot of painting companies including that term across their site. Nobody searches for it. That is an industry term. Your prospects do not use the term residential painter. Okay, so replace the term residential painter with painting company, painting services, house painter. Those are the terms with the highest buyer intent. Okay. Great. So how do we rank for a high velocity term like painting company? Well, we're going to start simple with a term that you can rank for, and then we're going to grow big. So start small, grow big. We can't just build a bunch of content around the term painting company at launch and expect that to rank. So why not? So we're going to talk about this from a high level. So Google's a business and it has server resources that it's giving you for free. Yes, it makes money on ads, but consider this. Every time you search for something on Google and you click on a link and you navigate back to Google to click on another link because you didn't find what you were looking for the first time, it takes resources from Google to serve up that search results page every single time. Okay, so it's in Google's best interest to deliver you the best answer to your query at the top of search results to get you to that answer as soon as possible, whether that be through an ad or organic search, it's going to take less server resources to get you there. So how does that pertain to your painting company? Well, in order for you to rank your website for terms like painting company or painter near me, we need to target the terms that are less competitive first. Google takes a stair-step approach. It will not allow you to jump to page one of Google for a term that takes up a lot of resources without proving yourself on a term that requires less resources. So search volume by your intent. All right, so if we're looking at the screenshot here, what we wanna do is build content around terms that are easier to rank for. These are gonna be your service related terms, cabinet painting, exterior painting, interior painting, professional painter, painting contractor is definitely more of a commercial based term, but we do see some overlap on the residential side. And what we're going to do is we're going to interlink those pages with your location pages. And we're going to try to get your location pages on page one. So things for painting company in Tampa, Florida. It's a longer tail term of the short tail term that we're really trying to target. Painting services in Tampa, Florida. We can build headings and content around that. Google will eventually give you the approach or the, uh, the status that gives you the, the, the rank to get up to that page one for painting company, painting services, house painter, the terms that you're really after. But again, you can't just aim for page one for those terms. So how do we do this? Remember, Google ranks pages, not websites. So we need to create a separate page on your website for every search term you want to rank for. Right? It sounds like a, a lot of content, right? It's, it's because it is. It's a lot of content. We typically write uh, 15,000 to 25,000 words for our client websites at launch. And then we create another 25,000 plus words of content each year for those clients. So it's, it's impossible for somebody in general to catch up to a website like that. So we really just try to make it an unfair advantage there. So I, I've done my best to make this website unrecognizable, but for the, the context of this, this discussion, we do not want to create content on your website like this. All right. It just simply does not cut it anymore. For those of you listening in, we have four or five paragraphs here on a page with a few images. 
that does not cut it. All right. It's not helpful, does not provide educational value, and it has no authority. All right. So even if you're ranking your website on page one today with very little content, it doesn't take much for you to drop down. And the reason for that is I can grab your competitor and permanently outrank that site in just a few months. All right. It doesn't take much effort. So you just might be in a, 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 a lesser competitive market. So what we want to do is aim for something that your, can't, your competition can't touch. All right, you should aim for at least 750 to 1,000 words per page, including headings, subheadings, images, videos. This is what it takes to build a digital asset that will carry your business into the prime painting season and permanently keep you there. Now, again, keep in mind, this does take time. In most cases, we're looking at three to six months, but it's not too late. If you get started on this today in the month of January, in most markets, you can see results by summer. Okay, again, this is a business asset. This is something that you grow into. Okay, so don't be afraid to start investing your time into this today. So next up on our funnel is clicks. All right, so capturing clicks on Google can get a little technical. So I'm going to keep this as high level and brief as possible. Uh, so first, we want to focus on posting often. All right, so Google tracks things like post date. So I highly recommend doing at least two blog posts a month. And guys, this does not have to get technical and crazy. You guys are out on the job site every day. If you're spray painting a garage door, do a video a tutorial video on how you can spray paint your garage door in your local market, post that on YouTube, get a video translator. There's a ton of them out there. They're free. They'll translate your voice into text. You copy that on your website. You add in a few headings, embed that video, throw a few images on there. You have a blog post. It just takes you the time to record that video. Okay. Keep the URL short. Google does not care about keywords in your domain name. That's a ranking factor from the early 2010s that they no longer care about but it does care about the terms that you put in the slug. So your website.com slash everything else in that URL, it does care about that, that is a ranking factor. So if you wanna rank for something like painting company in Tampa, Florida, create a painting company in Tampa, Florida page. We wanna aim for page titles to be between 55 and 60 characters in length. And again, this is just to avoid truncation in search results. This is a bit of a technical thing, but if we just Google high level terms and SEO, this is just one of those things that you should just keep in the back of your mind. We don't want to create titles for pages that are longer than 60 characters in length. They will not show up in search results. For those of you who like to get technical, Google does not use meta descriptions in, uh, in its ranking algorithm. Okay, so that was something that they used to use in the past. Meta keywords, those don't matter anymore. Stop wasting your time on them. Now, meta descriptions can help with conversions. So if you have an enticing meta description to help generate that incentive to click, that is where you want to invest that time. Finally, make sure you have reviews embedded on your site. So we all know how important online reviews are. Google will give you more visibility if it decides to include the reviews, but if you don't include them and embed them on your site, that's never going to become an option in Google's search results. Finally, for the fourth C, we want to, I'm sorry, for the third C, we want to convert as much of that website traffic into contacts for you to close. All right, so we're going to talk about conversion rates. So once we get the traffic to your website, that's one aspect of this. We need to then convert that traffic into a contact, into a lead. Okay, so for those of you driving, I have a screenshot here of a client site of ours. You can visit the site on your end. It's phoenixpaintservices.com. They're based out of Orange County. I think they also have another location in Denver. You guys want to check this out in person. On this site, we have no less than four forms of contact on every single page. You can call, text, chat, or request an estimate. And that goes for both desktop and mobile. 
All right, so the purpose of the site is to provide information and value, but make it as easy as possible for your contacts to reach out to you. Keep in mind, not everybody likes to pick up the phone and give you a call. Some people like text messages, especially millennials. You know, they like to text. Some people like to chat. They like to, um, they like to just go submit their information and wait for you to show up at their house. So you need to provide them with whatever form of communication that they're going to feel most comfortable with, or else there's a chance they're going to bounce and move on to the, the, the next site. Okay, finally, once we capture those contacts, we want to automatically drop them into drip drops for closing. So Tanner's going to talk more about this. It's a very powerful tool, guys. If you're not on it already, get on it. Okay, so I know I just covered a ton of information in a very short period of time. So if you guys have any questions, I will be in the breakout rooms at the end of this mastermind event, uh, which starts at 145 Eastern. Feel free to drop in any questions in the meantime. Uh, Tanner will be answering some, some asking me some questions here if I don't go over, which I think we're on track right now. Um, next up, I'd like to discuss your Google business profile. Finally, uh, formerly called Google My Business, guys, it's no longer called GMB. It's called Google Business Profile. Google decided to make uh, a name change for no apparent reason. All right, so this profile makes up 60% of your search visibility on mobile devices. Guys, this is where most of your prospects are searching from. They're not searching from their computer. They're searching from their phone. Many of you overlook the importance of this visibility in your local market. And this profile is free. It doesn't cost you anything but some time. All right, so there are a few important ranking factors that I want you to focus on, starting with proximity. Google will only allow this profile to rank within 15 to 30 miles of your address. We highly recommend adding your address to this profile. Those of you who do not have it on there, you are not going to show up in the map pack. All right, Google has not updated their algorithm yet. They're trailing behind on the service side. So it's going to tell you if you're a service-based business to exclude that address Add it anyways, verify the address, they'll send you a postcard, get through that mess. All right, reviews is the second most important factor. And actually, before I move on to that, we're talking about proximity. If you're in a, a sparsely populated area, we can generally get that profile ranking about 30 to 60 miles. If you're in a densely populated area like LA, you're looking at maybe 10 to 15 miles. And if you think about it as if I'm searching for a Chinese restaurant, Google doesn't want to show me something that's 30 miles away when there's five other locations within 10 miles. So again, keep that in mind. If you are, if your address is not in your service area, there are some options that you can take on, uh, such as the shared workspaces. You can te technically get an, um, a, post a post office box there. Um, just whatever it is, just make sure it's as close to your target service area as possible. All right, so reviews are the second most important ranking factor. We all know how important a review is. Uh, we recommend capturing at least one review per a week. That's the cadence that we put our clients on. Now, some of you may think that's absolutely crazy. You know, like it's hard to, in most cases, get one review a month. So ask your friends, ask your neighbors to leave you a character review as a business owner. That does not go against Google's terms of service. The important part is that they're doing it within your target service area. So if your mom's on the other side of the country, don't have her go leave you a review on that profile. Ask your friends or your neighbors. Very important. Um, your website performance is also something that is directly tied to your profile. So obviously we list that on your profile. We wanna make sure that your website is ranking well, that's gonna support your profile and vice versa. If your profile is ranking well, that's gonna help pull up your website through those search results. Finally, the secondary categories are gonna include, or the secondary ranking factors are going to include things like category, your business name, and the amount of activity you put on that profile. 
For the category, we recommend using the primary category painter. There's a ton of subcategories you can throw under that, but focus on painter. Don't get creative with that. Your business name. If your business name includes the location that you're looking to target, add it on there. If it doesn't, consider getting a DBA. You can go file for a DBA. You just need business paperwork. So in the event that Google decides to flag your account, you can upload that documentation and get that suspension request re removed. So it's very important that we wanna to try to include the terms that we're trying to rank for within your business name. That does not go against Google Terms of Service, again, as long as we have the paperwork to back it up. Finally, the activity. We wanna upload as many images, videos as possible, in addition to posting on that at least a couple times a month. So you can do posts on Google, very similar to a social media post. Image uploads, we recommend one a week. Make sure that they are geotagged. So just basically make sure you're taking it on your phone and you're uploading it from around the same area. It's, it's all geotagged. Uh, we don't wanna be taking stock images and throwing them on there, guys. These all need to be creative content that you've per personally took with your business. All right, so reviews. I'm sure all of you have come across this issue. You wrap up a job, you crushed it, right? You ask your customer for a review. Maybe you even incentivized it. They jump on Google, they leave you a review take a screenshot and send it to you. But then Google decides it doesn't like that review. So it never shows up online. All right. So again, I think we've all experienced this before. This is actually a screenshot we received from a client of ours the other week. This person wrote a few paragraphs in this review. It's glowing and it never showed up. So there's something called a Google filter for reviews on your profile. It's an algorithm. It's not a person. There's nobody sitting behind a computer saying this one looks like spam. No, it's designed to fight spam, but it, it gets it wrong often. And it's unfortunately something that we have very little control over. But there are a few things that tend to trip up the algorithm. We call these review filter flags. Okay, so things like sending a direct review link. This is something that most of you probably do and you've, you've been told to do because Google tells you to do it. It gives you the ability to copy a review link and send it to your customers. Well, Google's filter sometimes looks at that as spam and it'll flag it. Uh, the other thing is if somebody's using a Google Workspace email to leave you a review instead of a personal Gmail account, that is something that Google typically looks at and it can sometimes trip up that filter flag. So some solutions that you can implement, and I only recommend implementing these if it's a problem. If you're not having reviews, if you're not having any trouble getting reviews to stick, these are not something that I would really recommend jumping into. But I know most of you have come to us with this problem in the past. So First thing you can do is ask your customers to search for you online, click on your Google business profile, and then click the write a review link. Now, obviously that is something that, um, that it, it takes a little more effort and will typically have a higher drop-off rate. However, if we can get them there organically, Google's filter will look at that and say, okay, that's somebody who's actually searching for that business. The other thing that you can do is request that they use a personal Gmail account. Personal Gmail accounts tend to stick a little better. Google looks at that as just somebody on the street versus you know, somebody who owns a business who may be trying to game the system. And finally, if you're unable to get these reviews to stick, at the very least, get them to post it on your social media, so Facebook in particular. That's not gonna help with ranking, but if you come to a marketing agency, they can at least pull those reviews on your website using a widget, and that's social proof that we can leverage. So it doesn't take much effort. We do recommend incentivizing reviews. You cannot incentivize five-star reviews, but you can incentivize a review online. Now, to add insult to injury here, there's also a known bug within Google that they are aware of. They've been aware of it since November. 
where they will actually filter nearly 95% of the reviews that are posted. So what you can do is if you are running into this issue where you have had multiple reviews over the course of a month, and let's say only you know, 20, 30% of them are actually sticking, go to support.google.com slash business and file a support ticket. There is now a support option on there that's called missing reviews, submit a ticket there. It can take time, okay? This is something that Google's actively working on fixing. The good thing is they don't delete reviews. This is simply a filter. So your customers can still see it. It still technically resides on your profile. Once they resolve that issue, you should see those reviews flood into that profile. So take advantage of that if you haven't already. If this is not an issue for you, don't change anything. Okay, chat GPT. Guys, if you've not heard of this, you're living under a rock. This is gonna change the world this year. All right, so chat GPT is an artificial intelligence that was trained on a very large data set. And it is the closest thing to general AI as we have ever come. Microsoft invested several billion dollars into this company which makes it a direct competitor of Google. So this is gonna become publicly available on bing.com at some point, for those of you who actually use Bing, at some point later this year. All right, so this tool is powerful. For instance, I asked this tool to write a 1000 word blog post describing why cabinet painting is better than replacing cabinets. And it gave me content in under 60 seconds. That's crazy. Yeah, so here's the thing, because this is a direct competitor to Google, you cannot use this on your website. It will be penalized. And you might ask, how does Google know this is AI-generated content? It looks like something I would write. All right, so can you just rewrite it or spin the content, put it into one of those spinning tools? No, you can't. Google is very smart. And because this is something that it's gonna be directly dealing with this year, it's gonna be releasing a ton of spam algorithm updates this year. If you use content from this tool and put it on your website, which does directly go against uh, the open AI terms of service, it will be flagged. And the reason it's it's so easy to identify this content is because open AI has actually embedded watermarks in it. You might be thinking, what does a watermark in content look like? Well, from a cryptography standpoint, I'm not going to go too far down this rabbit hole, guys, but there is are, there are things that you can identify within content, such as keyword frequency, character count, They've embedded in the algorithm a way for to them to map that content back to this tool. Okay, so very important. You guys can use this for a number of reasons, but do not use it for SEO. So let's talk about what you can use it for. Things like print sales material. Ad copy is just fine. Google uses AI-generated copy on their Google ads all the time. If you guys want to test out some ad copy, this, this is the tool for you. Job descriptions, SOPs. There is an unlimited amount of, of resources and tools that you guys can leverage this for. All right, just this is something that I would recommend going and creating an account today. This will eventually become a paid service. Within Bing, it should be pretty open source, but we're gonna kind of discover that how it looks this year. Um, in this particular case, I asked ChatGPT to act as a painting business owner. I need to repaint the exterior of my house. Try to sell me your services. Provide value and information, but aim for the hard close. And I think it did a pretty good job. So guys, again, be creative with this. This tool is powerful. It's going to change the world. All right. And we're going to bring it home here with Google ads. So you're probably all most familiar with Google search ads. All right. So these are the ads that you pay per click. Okay. We recommend staying away from search ads if you are looking for residential leads. And here's why. 
you look at the screenshot here, the, the competitors that bid up those search terms are competitors like Angie, Home Advisor, Five Star, Serta Pro. They're the guys with the big budgets. The shared lead sites in particular, they are fine spending four or $500 on a lead. And the reason for that is they're going to resell that same lead for X number of dollars to X number of people in your area to make up for that margin. The math makes sense for them. As a local painting business owner, that math does not add up. Okay, so this year, I'm sorry, last year, Google released a new ad type and it's called Google Local Services Ads. This is where all of your ad spend should go if it's going on Google. Now it's not available in all areas yet. This is a relatively new option. And painter painting is not available as a primary category. However, painting indoors and painting outdoors are available as subcategories. So what you can do is go on Google, go to, uh, I think it's Google Local Services Ads. If you just wanna Google that, you can even estimate the cost per lead over there. Now, the cool part about these ads is you're not paying per click. So for instance, in this particular case, we, we see on average 20 to $30 per click in search ads. And then you have to get them on a landing page. And maybe at best, you're going to be converting 15 to 25% of that traffic into an actual conversion. So you're paying for things that aren't generating results. With the search ads, they are with the, sorry, the local services ads, they are a direct competitor of these shared lead sites. You're paying per lead. So on average, we're seeing leads come in at roughly between $30 and $60 a lead. They are crushing it in most markets. The biggest ranking factor for these leads is how many reviews you have on your Google business profile. They're tied together. So again, guys, reviews are extremely important here. So go get your business registered. There's a background check involved. It takes about three to six weeks to get through that. We have a 100% dispute um, success ratio at this point, knock on wood. So 100% of the disputes that we file with Google, we get approved for. Google listens to every single call that comes in. We put a process in place to automate most of this, uh, but it's something that guys, all of your competition are gonna be on these ads this year. It's very inexpensive. You're only paying for the leads that you can sell. So if they're outside of your service area, if they're calling about a service you don't offer, uh, if it's a spam call or they just hang up, those are all things you can dispute and it's very easy. And again, these are at the very top of search results. So they appear above the search ads, above the map pack rankings and above organic results. So these take up a ton of visibility. The primary factor that goes into determining whether they're available in your area right now is whether or not there's at least three competitors who want to advertise. Google's not going to show just your ad at the top of search results unless there's at least two other guys to compete with. So the way that you can find out whether it's available in your area is simply by going into Google, typing in painters in your city and state, and you will see these Google guaranteed ads popping up here. If they are not showing up, what you can do is type in another market. I would recommend a market that's larger. So painters in Tampa, Florida, for instance, there are available there, painters in Denver, Colorado. And you can click on the link where it says more handyman in Denver or more handyman in Tampa. And you can actually change the location and see how many other guys are in the queue. If you identified that you have two other guys in your market who are willing to advertise in that area and you're the third, you're going to show up for every single painting related term in your service area. We expect there to be a primary category for painters at some point this year. There just needs to be a little more buy-in. But for right now, by selecting those subcategories, which is a very new feature, you are only going to show up for painting related terms and any term related to handyman that includes the term handyman. But again, you can still dispute those calling in about replacing a garbage disposal. 
So guys, get on this ad set. It's going to change your life. It's it's a game changer. Okay, guys, so I know I just covered a lot. So if you would like to hear any more about how I how base coat marketing may be able to help your painting company, uh, please feel free to grab a spot on my calendar. I keep my calendar open to anybody. Uh, you can go to basecoatmarketing.com slash strategy. You can also shoot me an email. My email is austin at basecoatmarketing.com or call me directly. My number is 888-313-1991, extension one. That is also on our website as well. Right now for the month of January, we are offering Google local services ads, set up and management free of charge in perpetuity with any new SEO program. And I will keep this offer again on the table until the end of the month. Uh, well, we also integrate with drip jobs seamlessly. For those of you who are on this call that are not on drip jobs yet, you're missing a massive opportunity there. So I hope you all came away with a few action, actionable nuggets. Um, can, you, can you say that offer one more time, please? Yeah. So for the month of January, we are offering Google local services ads set up and management free of charge in perpetuity with any SEO program. So if you are running a website with us, explain we're perpetuity. Up- can you break that down, please? Yeah. So that offer never expires. That's typically a service we charge $500 a month for. You're going to get it for free as long as you're optimizing a website with us. So you're going to, if you, if you let them do your SEO and optimize the website, they're going to run Google ads for you for free. Okay. No one's yeah. going to do that for you ever. So <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Get ready. Keep in man. mind, we, we, we need ad spend. That ad spend budget's determined by you, but yeah. keep in mind, that is something that so you only pay for result. Correct. Beautiful. Austin, man, that was powerful. I mean, we got so many people in here. Thank you guys for listening. Stay on here if you can throughout your day, guys. Just a reminder, you can just listen in. If you're heading out to an estimate, if you're on the job site, listen into this. Um, you know, we're not hard selling. Obviously, there's going to be some value that we're bringing in. Um, so real quick, Austin, we're going to do a quick Q&A before Eric starts. Um, you know, so I just wanted to kind of just look through this Q&A, guys. If you have a question, please ask it in the chat. If you want to be uh, on, if you want to be able to talk real quick, you can hit raise hand. And I think I'll see that. So I'm still learning this guys, this zoom thing. Um, just bear with me, but I think I'm doing pretty good, um, so far. So if I, if I mess up a little bit, you know, give me some, give me some leeway. So let's go into the Q and a real quick. I got some questions here for you, Austin. And then we're going to spend about five to, uh, seven minutes on questions. And then we're bringing in Eric, uh, the Facebook, uh, marketing guru pathfinder guy. So, um, all right. So I have a question here. Will sending a, here, I'm going to answer it. You would like to answer this question live. Did you guys, you guys see that question? I don't think you guys can see it. So, um, let's start here. What happens to pictures we edit in a software like Lightroom? Would it remove the geotag? Great question. So possibly you need to make sure your settings retain the meta information. Okay, so that's very likely if you are compressing the images, especially from things like Photoshop, that generally removes the geotag information. Uh, what you can do is typically just doing save instead of save as or export will retain that information. Uh, something else you can do is if you right click on the image, depending on if you're on a Mac or Windows, uh, you can generally actually see that information in the image. Uh, there's also some free websites out there that you can upload the image to extract. It's called XF data from uh but yeah that can definitely impact the, those images 10-4 um hope that answers your question all right jeremy you're up jeremy's raising his hand i'm gonna give this a try here um jeremy you should be able to talk now bro you have to turn on your mic 
Can we unmute Jeremy? Yeah, he, I think there he's good. Go. go ahead, Jeremy. Can you hear him? I don't, I don't hear anything, Jeremy. All right, I'm going to go ahead and mute you until we figure that out. I'm going to try Elijah. Go ahead, Elijah. You're going to be able to talk. I have to unmute you. Yeah, guys, still learning how this works. Go. Can you hear me now? There you go. Yeah. What's up, Elijah? Okay, perfect. Well, uh, my name's Elijah. I'm in a small area. I live in a town with maybe 15,000 people and then a larger town with maybe about 100,000 people. I did a large amount of market research prior to moving to this area, and I am the only painter with a website in this entire area. Uh, but my website has gotten uh, two, two actual reads and one job in the last two years. Uh, and so I used Wix to create my website and did it all myself. So is Wix a good uh, software to use for this? Or how could I go about doing this better in the future, keeping it within my own, uh, my own company? Yeah, so great question. Um, Wix, Squarespace, a lot of those hosted um, services, you can rank the website. The problem is they don't give you a lot of tools to do that. So you can get to a certain extent and in your market of your size, you shouldn't have an issue but you still need to build out that content pyramid, okay? So you wanna focus that content around And If you'd like, what I can do is if you wanna reach out to me, I'd be happy to demo and show you some content that we write around our, our websites. But each page on your site should focus on a different term. So if you don't have that content there, it's never gonna rank. Uh, there are a ton of content writing services out there that you can engage in if you don't have the time to write your own content, where you can actually hire a content writer um, seocontenthero.com is one of the sites. Um, there's also getawesomecontent.com where you can, you pay per word and, you know, it might cost you a hundred dollars a blog post, but you give them the topic, what you're looking to write and they'll spin it up, send it over to you. Again, it's human written content, not AI content, but content is really, there's a, there's a saying within the SEO space that content is king without the content. If you're trying to sell red balloons, if you don't have red balloon content on your site, nobody's going to rank for it. So I, if I had to guess, that's probably what you're missing. Uh, authoritative, long-form content that provides value. Uh, and then also making sure that your website has the tools and mechanisms in place to convert that traffic. Beautiful. Awesome. We got time for one more question. Elijah, thank you. Um, I had to unmute you. I had to mute you or just, you know, just because of time. So um, we're going to be doing a more of a long-form uh, Q&A at the end. So just trying to get a few questions asked here. All right, uh, Kevin, uh, we're going to let you uh, jump in, brother. Let's see if we can get you in here. All right, I'm in. You got me? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Uh, so far, so good with everything. Thank um, you, man. Quick question. When you say that we got to do uh, the SEO, or you got you got the homepage, then we got a city page, then we got a service page, and then we got the page per keyword. I mean, when you're doing a when you're doing a search, I mean, when you're trying to optimize for just like a simple term like cabinet painting, you know, that word's on every one of those pages. How do you differentiate between what Google is saying, hey, this page is optimized for this service or this location? How do you how do you balance that out? Yeah. So with your homepage, we're going to focus the headings. Your, your pages are really geared around the title and heading. And then the content is the supporting aspect of that. So with your homepage, we're going to focus on the top tier terms, painting services in location. Um 
painting company in area. Uh, for your service pages, obviously that content should be entirely geared around cabinet painting. Now, if cabinet painting is your primary service, we also want to include some content with a link to that page from your homepage. Same goes for the location pages. We should have some content around cabinet painting and a link to that page. It's up to Google to determine whether the service page is going to outrank that location page, but we want to give it all the tools and mechanisms to understand that you offer cabinet painting in a certain area, and then you have an entire cabinet painting page dedicated to that. And the blog posts are just the supporting content. So as I mentioned, blog posts, you're going to have, that's going to make up the vast majority of your site, but they are not designed to convert traffic. They are simply designed to build authority within Google and rank for some of those longer tail terms. That's what's eventually going to give you the momentum to get those city service location pages up on page one of Google. But to answer your question, it's really just around the headings and titles that you put on those pages and the supporting content that you build out around that. Beautiful. Guys, thank you so much for the questions. Um, Austin, dude, absolute pleasure. We're right on, uh, we're right on time. I got two minutes. Let me, let me grab one more quick question off the chat. Um, let me just look here. So we, let me just look here. How, here's a good one. I mean, this is something that I don't think a lot of people know. Uh, Vincent says, how do I get my Google business profile verified? So it's very easy. You just go create a Google business profile. Um, you can just Google Google business profile. You can also go to business.google.com. Uh, you're going to enter in the business name. And again, make sure you're using the name that you have on your business documentation. Enter in your address. And it's going to ask you if you're a service-based business. It's going to have you select your service area. Don't do that. Google will eventually support service-based businesses better. But right now they don't. Uh, you're going to enter in your phone number. And then it's going to verify that information. Generally, that involves sending you a postcard. Um, if you've already verified that business profile in the past, that may just be able to do it over the phone. The postcard can take a week or two to get there. You enter in the code online once that comes in the mail, and then you're up and running. Uh, then you just want to optimize that profile by making sure that you have a description, you upload the images, upload your logo there, uh, and send as many reviews to that profile as possible. That is going to be one of the most important ranking factors. Guys, listen, um, you might be listening to this thinking, oh my God, like this is so much to digest. It is. That's why a lot of people don't do it. That's why you hire people to do it, guys. Listen, you could, I'm not trying to make this a sales thing, but you know, your time is your most valuable asset. We're going to discuss a little bit of that. Um, this guy will do all that stuff. He loves this stuff, right? So just think about that. If you want to try this yourself, Google is not optional anymore. If you want to succeed, you have to get on Google and you have to have a strong presence on Google. Okay. So just, you know, make sure you guys understand that. Okay. Um, there's plenty of people out there. I just like this guy. 